Stephanie J. And I'm Jill Coleman. Welcome to the Best Life Podcast. Here, we talk about everything from success, money, relationships, and entrepreneurship to productivity, honest communication, positive psychology, and how to cultivate an abundance mindset. Make money, travel the world, deepen your relationships, live full out. This is the best life. about the parasocial relationships and the idea that like, um, you know, people want to feel close to you. So they want to sort of see the behind the scenes. And this is especially in the like age of like the Snapchat and Instagram stories. I feel like it's changed. It changed social media so much from what it was before. What's up besties? This is Jill. This is Danny J. All right. Well, what are we going to talk about today? Oh my God. Stuff and stuff. Uh, I was just telling Jill before we recorded, I've been going down this little weird rabbit hole of following this YouTuber that basically rags on the success influencers that we've been talking about. And it's been very entertaining for me as a just base level human to just point my finger and laugh at people. Um, But it made me think about, you know, inconsistencies and how we show up on social media. And, you know, we're in this space. So like she basically makes, I don't want to say makes fun of coaches. She doesn't make fun of them. She just points out like the kind of bullshit that a lot of coaches are spewing, sharing. She talks a lot about the manifestation, kind of like what's wrong with that. Um, And then she points out, you know, inconsistencies and what some of these influencers are doing or saying, you know, they're like, I'm not going to use filters anymore. I'm going to be fully authentic. And then the next day they're using filters and, um, you know, they are talking about how I'm not on coffee and then the next day they're on coffee. And so just a lot of interesting things there. And so it made me think, of course, in ways in which maybe I've been unauthentic and then how much I share. And I was laughing uh, just laughing, telling Jill about this. Like I have a, a friend who's an influencer and she, she went away for a long weekend to do some like personal healing work. And she's like, I'm not going to be available. And then when she's done, she's just, she's like, I'm not going to be on, I'm going through this healing portal and my team will, you know, DM my team. And literally she makes like nine story <laughs> posts of how she's not going to be on stories. And I'm like, just don't be on stories. And it was funny because at that time where I'm watching this, I hadn't been on stories for like five or six days. I I never made any announcement that I was doing anything, that I was going through anything. I just didn't get on. And I'm going, why the hell are you telling people you're not on, but you're on by telling them you're not on? It was just right. so circular. And Well, I've seen that quite a bit, not just that yeah. example, but I've seen that quite a bit of people being like, you know, like, oh my God, I'm going through something. I can't say anything about it right now. Yeah. At some point I'll talk about it, but just know that I'm just going through something right now. I'm like, why even fucking say that? Mm-hmm. Like why even say, you know, and so there is these weird and, and I'd, I'd be interested in your take on like having this larger conversation around pro- like privacy, like personal life privacy yeah. online versus transparency. We did do an episode very early days around the things that you see online are there because someone wanted you to see them. It's very, it can be very curated. And just a little bit of context, when Danny and I, Snapchat came out in like, what, 2015, 2014, yeah. 2013, something something like that, where I'm mean, sure it was out. I wasn't like really early on it. But I remember you and I were using it in like 2015, 2016. And then that's when Instagram stories came out in like late 2016, 2017. 
And this kind of changed how people did everything. Now we, we used to put on stories. We used to put things on main feed that we now put on stories, right? I used to put yeah. a picture of a salad or my dog or my cup of coffee, right? Those used to be main feed posts. And then it was like, oh, okay, that can just go on stories. So now the main feed posts need to be even better quality, right? They need to be even like more important, better messages, whatever. So it's sort of like up-leveled the... Mm. Uh, the quality of the main feed post because like the Instagram stories and Snapchat stuff were just like the throwaway stuff. But I remember when you and I were single and we were going out a lot, I was sharing almost everything we were doing on stories. Yeah. You know, looking back, it was, you know, it was midlife crisis shit, which, you know, it's just part of it, you know, just part of the storyline. But there were definitely times we'd go out and I'd wake up the next morning and I'd be like, what did I put on stories? And I'd like look at my phone and be like, oh, it's not a good look. Or, you know, if I had a couple cocktails or something like we're just out with people, I'm sure it was fun watching. I'm like, now I'm thinking about it. I'm like, wow, my story views have been really down the last couple of years. Yeah, it's probably yeah. because I'm not sharing this like, you know, midlife crisis energy. But, you know, is that like, what's the, is there too much to share? And honestly, I think it was just a habit back then. You know, mm -hmm. everything you did, you just were like, you picked up your phone to share it on stories. Every single thing you did, you were just carrying your phone around and seeing it as content. Now it's almost the opposite for me. I have to like remember to yeah. share something on stories. I am so the same right now as far as remembering to put on stories. And I'm just being more intentional and paying attention. Um, I was just at a like bachelorette slash bridal shower girls weekend and I loved just being there with the women. And there was many times I was like, this would be really good on stories, but I just didn't feel like- I was waiting I for your stories because I knew I you know. were there and I was like, where are the stories? What are they doing? I know. I know. You know, I just, I've been really thinking about this a lot more lately on how it feels. And like, I would love to share it on social media so the social media people can see it. But then the people in the room who are there, I just, when when other people do it, and I, I shared the ones that people tagged me in. Um, but I'm, I've just been more, I don't know if the word weird about it is, but I've just been more private about what, what's going on. And this for me started when my mom got sick. Um, there were times where I was taking her to radiation and taking her to appointments and I wanted to do a story like, Hey, here's mom, like, how's she doing? And she was just like, get that out of my face. She was not wanting to be seen. And so I was trying to respect her privacy. And that really made me start to think more about other people that I put on that don't want to be. So for me, it's fine. I could be like, here's my face and here's myself. But when other people are around, I'm like, do they want to be here on the story? Do they want to be being posted about? And so when it comes to bringing other people in who are like with me, I'm, I've been a lot more mindful about it. And also I'm just like... I don't know. I'm trying to be just more in the moment and just leave my phone in my pocket or on a table or something, which bumps me out. Actually, it was funny because I went on the same – there was three girls that we did the same trip, same house last year. We didn't take a single photo. We didn't take any pictures. We didn't take any videos. So this year, we were really intentional about making sure we took photos with each other, um, but we – still didn't post all that much of what we were doing. And I don't know if it's just getting older thing, just not caring as much, but I just don't want to be on as much. And I don't know, I was having fun back in the 2016, 2017 days. It was almost like I felt like I was putting on a show. And I would say I was maybe even being more intentional about creating content versus now yeah. I feel like my life feels maybe a little more boring. And so it's not worth sharing or showing. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's just, it's definitely changed. Yeah, it's definitely changed for me too. I don't know if it's just now that it's Instagram stories have been around 
for you know upwards of like seven years now maybe I just am not you know but sometimes we know some of our friends that are more influencers like we'll we'll fucking put up like 40 50 stories a day still yeah and I'm like god that must be all day long you know and it's and it's fine it's just like what be is there a point at which it becomes too much now I will say I think that you and I can probably get away with not sharing a ton of stories because we're like, uh, I don't know, we can call us, I guess, like elders in the space a little bit. You know, we've mm-hmm. kind of built that trust. Now, if you're getting started, I work with a lot of newer coaches online. I want them, I do want them posting on stories like, 20, like you know, 10 to 20 slides a day. You know, yeah. that's a lot. You got to, especially because I tell them that they're like, oh my God, I maybe share one a day. And I'm like, yeah, okay, we got to get that up. If you're just getting started, it's one of the best ways to build your brand. Right, it's the best way to showcase who you are, your personality, your authentic way of being, the 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 characters in the story, the narratives, the um the storylines. Right, this is why we love the Kardashians or we love these reality television shows. We love a good story. We love to know. We we like to be in the in. Right, we like to be included in the narrative. And so, if you're just getting started, people realize people don't know you, and they definitely don't know you as a professional, and they definitely don't know you as a potential coach or someone they can hire. So you have to you you know what I mean like and then you get to the point where you sort of I don't want to say earn the right to but you don't have to be constantly on social constantly showing up constantly on every day but when you're in that building phase it is a conscious mm-hmm. effort you know now for me if I don't post for a couple of days or even a week like it's not a big deal you know go a couple of days without stories don't have to mention it but it is it is odd to me sometimes when I do see people with massive followings literally putting everything because I've been with some of those people we've we've interviewed some of them on this podcast and they're like overly enamored with their numbers and I'm like I'm I'm always confused by that because I'm like you're a grown person like right like I don't know it just seems odd to me to be like in that high school you know how many followers do you have who's following who like I'm kind of over that but I don't know if it's just because we've been doing this as long um that we can sort of get away with it to me it's I've definitely pulled back on sharing my personal life. I will also say that I think going through divorce, I definitely am a lot more cautious about sharing my personal life, my romantic yeah. life too, because my my partner's not in our space. And I don't know, I just want to keep something private for myself and not always whip out the phone when we're hanging out because he barely ever posts anything, never mind stories, never meet, <laughs> doesn't even post like hard feed posts. So I don't know, I just, I feel like it's weird and... But if you're getting started, I think you do need to like earn the right to be able to post less content, you know, but if you're getting started, you do need to probably ramp it up because that's how people are getting to know you and connecting with you. I agree. I mean, I definitely feel like I should be posting more and, but that doesn't make (laughs) me do it. Um, It's been this balance of, you know, we could bring the like mental health conversation in here too, but I feel Mm -hmm. like if it's affecting your mental health, if you are feeling so stressed, this is something that... Maybe one day we'll get her on here. Um, Aubrey, my ex-business partner from The Sweaty Buddies, when we kind of split up our business partnership, she was going through something in this way where she was feeling so obsessed about her numbers, looking at them, seeing who saw things, uh, how many likes she had to the point where it was really affecting her mental health. And she she just cut everything off, dropped social media, just like basically fell off the earth for years. And then she came back for a little bit and I think she's gone again, but it was just too much for her. She was like, I, cu- I couldn't stop thinking about it, obsessing about it. And I get it in a way because it's, you're getting validation from people and you get real time 
validation. So huge when, dopamine hit. Yeah. I mean, when I was the last time I got a lot of bi- like my bigger views on my stories, it was when Jeff went to the hospital for appendicitis. And I was like, oh, this is interesting because my views were down and then they nearly tripled. And I was like, oh, this means people must be sharing this to each other or something. So I'm like, oh, I need some kind of drama for my <laughs> for my uh, story views to go up. But let's say you do something like that and you see your story views go up. Then you might start in your head going, like, I need to create some kind of drama to happen. So now you're just sharing all these, oh, there's a car accident over here, guys. Or there's just, I feel like I could see people creating things to keep those views going up and up and up to see because you can kind of manipulate it. It's almost like back in the day when we were competing and you can eat food in a certain way to manipulate your body and see results. And that kind of feels exciting, like you have some control. And in this way with creating content, you can... I don't know, throw something out there. It didn't really work. You throw something out there that lands or maybe goes viral. And now you're like, wait, this worked. I'm going to keep doing it. And I can see that it can become kind of an addiction and a way of controlling and manipulating how people see you. And and also you get that instant feedback. I mean, the one fun thing for me about stories is people respond to the stories and then I can have little mini conversations with different people. So now I'm connecting with people because I'm at home alone. I work from home. I'm not going out and hanging out with friends. So now my friend circle is the people who respond to my stories and I'm getting addicted to that conversation and getting addicted to just having people laugh at me or say they're sorry or whatever it, whatever it is they're putting out. I can see how people get addicted to that affirmation or um, just people responding to what they're putting out there. Mm-hmm. Oh, totally. Yeah. It's the same thing about getting in shape, right? You get addicted to the compliments mm-hmm. and the, you know, the praise and the affirmation and the approval, and then you feel like you have to keep it up. Mother's Day is almost here and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around. A watch she can wear every day for movement. Whether mom's into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried and true bestsellers, movement has something she'll love. And right now, you can save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with up to 50% off site-wide during Movement's Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com. And that was something that happened, especially the last couple of years, especially on Instagram with the views and the uh, visibility going down pretty much across the board for like 99% of people they're you know, they've seen their views tank, they've seen their likes get cut in half or same exact content, right? You can share the exact same post from two years ago today and it will get like a fraction of the likes, just visibility is down, honestly. And so I had a lot of clients who felt like something was wrong with them Mm. when that started happening. And they were like, but I used to get, honestly, I feel like that was the best thing to happen for me personally. And for a lot of these businesses is getting the likes cut way the fuck down. Cause I'm like, oh, okay, nice. Now it really does make it clinical. You know, now it's not like, now it's like, cool. It's just a post. Like it actually sort of took the excitement out of posting a little bit because it's like, wow, this, you know, this post would have gotten like, I don't know, a thousand likes three years ago. And now it got like 250, which is, you know, obviously it's not nothing, but then it just goes, well, like, I don't even look at my likes to be honest. So it kind of makes it a little bit more clinical. It's kind of like where people get with food, right? When you're like food obsessed, like everything needs to taste amazing. And then you get to the point where like food is kind of neutral and you're like, well, just is what it is. And it, and it kind of frees up it does free up that mental space to just look at it like, hey, this is just part of posting. It's not like it's supposed to entertain me every second. And I think because of that, um, those changes in the algorithm specifically, yeah, posting in general, whether it's stories or main feed posts have felt less exciting 
yeah. to me personally, I'm kind of like, well, probably going to bomb like the rest of the posts. So yeah. like, I put it up because it's a, it's a touch point, right? But yeah, there's definitely been a, a change in the algorithm that has made sharing stuff on social feel a little bit. And, and Shantae said that to me too. And she's, um, I'm sure she wouldn't mind me saying this. She loves Instagram and it's her favorite platform, but she's even getting bored lately on the yeah. platform. You know, it's kind of like, so you do it because you have to, but then it's like, how do you really want to use this? And I love that you use the word intentional a bunch because I feel like that's really sort of, and I feel like it's a really mature way to like look at social media. We need to use this for business. So I don't want to just go silent for sure, but it's also about curating your own experience of social media. And if you're feeling like you have to post on stories or else, I mean, a lot of people are like, well, what are people going to say when I'm not there for two days? And I'm like, they're not going to say anything. So they're not going to fucking even notice. Right, right. Right. But like, that's how we think. Cause we're like, we're, yeah. it's always on our mind. So we're like, what are people going to think if I don't post for a week or what are people going to say if they don't see me on stories for a couple of days? They're not going to say anything or even notice. But for us, it's so that's a cautionary tale, right? Is if you notice that stuff in yourself mm -hmm. and you're like constantly this preoccupation with what are my followers going to think? How are they going to judge me? You know, what's going to happen? You're probably a little bit addicted to the dopamine hit of social media. Yeah. I think one of the best. And the self-importance. Oh, for sure. <laughs> well, that's that, what I think of when I think of some of these influences you were talking about before we yeah, got on that, the self-importance of like, here's my life and here's my thing. And here's my, it's like, everything is about, I don't know. I don't like sharing. I don't know. Maybe it's a, yeah. a maturity thing. It feels really childish to me. No, the self-importance thing is real. And then also to be telling everyone like, you'll be back. I, I need this time to heal. I need this time to be alone. Just take the time to be alone. You don't have to tell everyone you're you don't have to tell social media that you're off social media. Like you're just not, just don't be there. <laughs> but, <laughs> what do you think about when people are like, here are the rules for how to interact with me? Oh, oh God. There's a girl specifically that you're probably thinking of that I'm thinking of. And I think it's, yeah. I think it is, I don't know. In a way I'm like, fuck off. Like who's to tell me how I'm supposed to interact with you? And, I, and if I, and the way social media works, we know we don't really see everything in our feed. So then they get mad when you don't interact with the post that they posted that you never even saw, or maybe you're new. You're like, you're only allowed to ask these questions on these days, or you're only allowed to message me here in these certain ways. I just, I find it arrogant as fuck, to be honest. I just feel and like- And also, I, I feel like it goes hand in hand. I feel the same way, but I feel like it goes hand in hand with- I'm showing up every day and you guys aren't like, the, remember, like if you want to see my posts, you have to like them and comment on them or else like, what am I even doing here? Like almost blaming your followers for not giving you love. I'm just like, yeah. this is a free platform because they're like, you know, the only reason I'm keeping showing up is because you guys are here and I'm doing this for you. And I'm like, no, you're doing it for yourself. Right. But to get mad at your followers for yeah. not liking posts. Right. And then feeling like it's not worth it for you to show up because they're not commenting and liking enough is that you need them to to make it worth yeah. your while give me a fucking break uh yeah i'm glad you brought that up I, I actually going back to getting bored with the platform is because and when you said it's just not as exciting anymore there can be the flip side of that is going well then what's the point you know why even bother posting because i'm not getting any engagement that's pretty much what happened to me on facebook i've got three hundred thousand on my fan page and i just stopped posting because i was getting like a hundred people used to be thousands and it just got and it got to where i'm like there's not even any point of posting it's picking up again and now i should get back over there but it, there 
there is this pendulum swing that's happening because they're like, oh, I'm getting bored. I do need to post just for people to see it. But if no one's seeing it, then what's the point? And so you do have to figure out why are you doing this and what is it for? And for me, back to being intentional, it's like if it's just noise, if I'm just posting to post for the sake of posting and I don't have anything to say, I'm not doing it. So earlier this year, I really wanted to get back into the habit because 2022, I think I posted nine times and I'm going through grief and going through a lot of shit in my personal life. So I just didn't, I didn't have much to say. And this year I was like, okay, I want to get back to posting, but I'm not really sure what I want to talk about. I'm still in a weird, funky place. I'm just going to post to get in the practice of it. And I've been doing that. And I realized I I haven't posted in like two weeks, probably uh, at the date of this recording. And I was thinking about this earlier this weekend, like I need to post something, but I, I just started thinking I need to, I want to have something relevant to say, or at least that's thought provoking or shareable or entertaining or something. And I don't want to just stick up a collage of pictures just to get something up there. So for me, it's now about at least being a little bit intentional and not just wasting, wasting space to post, because I also feel like that hurts you in the algorithm as well. If you're creating content that people like and are excited about, they're more likely to see it. If you're just throwing things up just to post and they're scrolling by, that's going to teach the algorithm that your post is gar- your content is garbage and it's going to hurt you in the long run. So I'm trying to be, even if it's less, more intentional about if it's going to be good or worth even looking at. I was at the beginning just trying to post for content and for practice, but now I'm trying to find that middle ground of posting something that at least I feel like is worth sharing or talking about or funny enough to get a laugh or something, but not just posting just to get it up that other people are going to scroll by and it's just something boring, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I'm in that boat. Yeah. I think I'm just posting to post just yeah. to get something up. So I don't know, maybe the algorithm is penalizing me for that. Yeah. But I'm also, I, 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 guess, I, I guess I'm more just like, I guess I'm more like not honestly, like nine times out of 10, it's not an exciting post. It's just never going to be because they just don't have that many like blazing with passion, exciting ideas, Yeah, you know, and that's, and it ebbs and flows. I mean, you and I have been doing social media now for 13 years. You know, the idea that every single post or every single day or week, I'm going to have like a mind blowing, you know, thing to say on the social media, just not realistic at times. Sure. There's, I'm excited about a new idea. I'm excited about a new program. I'm excited about a new angle, but yeah, I mean, nine times out of 10, that's just going to be a repurposed <laughs> from like three well, years ago. <laughs> that's actually what Something. I was going to say was that repurposing content is fantastic. Like coming up with new stuff just to po- post something and it's kind of dumb is, but repurposing good old content, I think is always a great strategy. So if you're just posting to post, but it's old stuff that did well before or that people liked, I think that's a great strategy to, to kind of fill in those lulls because yeah. I don't know there's a lot of posts that I was scrolling back 2017. I'm like, there's a lot of good shit here. I just need to keep yeah. reposting 2017. That was when I was on fire. <laughs> <laughs> I think all things were new too, but you know, I think yeah. I, I just think this is a good conversation to have to validate the fact that you're going to feel you're going to have different, your relationship with social media is going to change over time. Sometimes you might be a little off it and that's okay. And you don't need to alert your followers of that. You can just not post and just take a back seat. It's totally fine. Yeah. And you definitely, I mean, I don't know. I think the self-importance piece of it 
Because remember, like this is a free platform, right? So the idea that you're going to get mad, we saw this a lot after uh, 2020. In 2020, we had a lot of people's accounts really blow up because of every all of the polarization and whatever, all the kind of different things that were happening in 2020. And then inevitably, there's no way that their engagement could stay that high forever. And then they start getting mad at their followers for not liking all the posts or for even unfollowing them. And they're like, well, you followed me for this. And, you know, now I'm sharing about my family and you don't want to be here. And it's like, yeah, we did follow you for that. Right. It's like, you can't be, how are you going to be mad at your followers? Literally they're following you for a specific reason. So it doesn't mean you need to keep posting about that. If you want to show your kids or your family or whatever, it's your fucking account. You can post whatever you want, but realize that there are consequences. And I'm actually thinking about this is probably going to happen with me because, you know, I have that reel that went viral. It's like over 2 million uh, views on it now. So many people have come in who are from a fitness post. So I don't know once I start really like doing more business stuff, I'm sure I will lose a lot of those people. And that is perfectly fine. That's like how it's, that's like how it works. (laughs) People follow you for a certain level of expertise or authority in a, a certain area. And if you start sharing something that's not in line with what they originally started following you for, they're probably going to unfollow or they're not going to like it. It's not the engagement going to be as high, but the idea that you're going to, so self-importance in terms of like blaming your followers, just, I don't know, to me, it's a free fucking platform, man. Like be grateful, be grateful. Even so you get one yeah. like on a shit, you know, like <laughs> anyone gives a fuck. Like, I'm like, you're kidding me. Is this free advertising? But yeah, I think it's just. It's good to validate that your experience might change and they're all all those ways are fine. I would also warn anyone who's following someone who is yelling at them for not liking, sharing, or commenting um, that that may be someone you don't want to follow. Like if we were on this podcast and going, you listen to our content every week and Jill and I sit here and we put this labor in and if you don't <laughs> share this episode with at least three friends, then you're not a real true bestie of ours and you should fuck off because- And what we, are we even doing here? You know, we yeah. have other shit we could do with our time. We don't need yeah. to be doing this. That's like, so correct. You don't. And we, like, y'all don't owe us anything. So no. yeah, I mean, it's like, hey, I, this is, and even with the sponsors, I've seen this, like, you need to buy from these sponsors because they're the ones who are keeping this episode. Like, you know what? It would be lovely if you purchased from our sponsors and that would really help us a lot. But I'm not going to guilt anyone into doing any of those <laughs> things. Like You don't owe me uh, buying something that I suggest because you listen to an episode. So just FYI, like if we ever get to that point, then like unsubscribe to us. <laughs> exactly. No, dude, it's the, uh, what's the word? The entitlement, man. Yeah. I can't with it. <laughs> yeah. I just rough out here in these social media streets. <laughs> anyway, we did do an episode. I think we've done a couple episodes similar to this, but we did do one early days talking about um, do you owe your mm. audience to show your personal life? You yeah. know, how much do you do you have a responsibility to or as part of, you know, the service that you're providing, do you need to sort of pull back the curtain and showcase your personal life and do they owe especially when you go through a breakup or something are they owed the story are they owed the information you know I will add one more thing on that because the girl that I was watching who does the YouTube um by the way if you want to follow her or look her up and see what videos I'm talking about it's Kia's world k-e-y-a-s Kia um she does basically she just does reaction videos of these other influencers talking or the podcast but she was 
there was one gal, there was one influencer who was sharing a story and she was just saying how she had this issue and she wasn't being specific. And she goes, tell us what the issue was, like be specific and tell us the story. And I do believe that if you're being fully, if you're saying you're being fully transparent and authentic, but you're being really vague about something that doesn't make sense unless you tell specifics, I think it is important to tell the specific of the story. Yeah. Otherwise so, just don't mention it. Why? Yes. It? Yes. So I think there is a, there is a part where if you're going to share something and it's when you talk about it vaguely, it doesn't make sense. Like, don't mention it at all, or share that part of the story in, in which in the ways that which you can. You know, maybe it maybe it brings in some other people, and you have to kind of edit it in a certain way. But it does annoy me when people talk about like I had this big breakthrough, and it just made me it changed my life. But you're like, but what was the breakthrough around, and how did it change your life? Or I don't know. I just I find that there are some ways that. We do need a little bit more information. Not that it's owed. Of course it's not. But I do think if you're going to bring up certain things, like bring it up and give us the specifics because otherwise we're just lost and you're talking in circles. I know. That's one of my biggest pet peeves. I'm going through something. I can't say anything about it, yeah. but just know I'm going through something. I will say one thing that I really liked recently, um, our mutual friend Elizabeth D'Alto, I saw in her stories, I follow her and I saw her on her stories and she said, um, I'm cleaning up my following list and I pretty much unfollowed everyone except for uh, a handful of accounts, uh, Puerto Rico accounts, because I'm going to Puerto Rico. And she said, I'm really just trying to curate my, I'm doing an experiment to curate my feed. And so mm -hmm. if I unfollowed you, that's why. Don't take it personally. And I love that because I was like, cool. Like she's, you know, a good friend of mine. And yeah, she unfollowed me as part of that. But I liked yeah. that she just shared that. It didn't feel like, self, it didn't feel self-important. It was kind of like, mm -hmm. hey, just so you know, if you're if I was following you and I'm not, it has nothing to do with you. I'm just doing yeah. something with my social following. So it didn't feel like, oh, I'm too good or anything like that or like self-important. It was just more like purely just yeah. a service to her people. And I really like that. I really think it'd be interesting to start from scratch and refollow people and see. I've been trying since January. I was doing a big, massive unfollowing and it took so damn long. I think I've unfollowed a thousand, but I still got so many more to go. But it would be interesting. I, you know, I've looked at at Jeff's phone sometimes, and I'm like, his feed is so different. What shows up for him is so different than what shows up for me. And it's really interesting when people do get angry and freak out. It's like you know you have control over what you're seeing, right? Like this is actually your choice. So I I like that. Start from scratch. Just Puerto Rico. I just gonna follow only dog accounts. I think my life would be amazing. Just Shantae puppies. does. She just, just follows puppies. cat accounts. <laughs> yeah, just puppies. I mean. That would be the best. Yeah. yeah. I go through my, my following account every once in a while, like once every six months maybe. Yeah. And I, I usually just unfollow people who unfollowed me, you know, because I'm like, why am I even following this person? They don't even follow yeah. me and I don't really want to see their stuff. Not yeah. in like a tit for tat way, but like yeah. I probably wouldn't be following them if I if I didn't like have a, like a guilt follow back. So I'm like, oh, thank God they stopped following me. Now I cannot follow them. Now you can unfollow them. Right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I go through it. Well, love this conversation. Um, it's a good yeah. one. Would, would be just curious as to all your thoughts on what these social media influencers do when they're gone or not gone and what you think should be shared and how you feel about it. You know, maybe you've been through some stages like Jill and I where you shared everything and then you cut back or maybe you think you should be sharing more. I don't know. But 
interested in yep. your conversation, uh, you can hit us up at thebestlifepodcast.com and there's a Facebook group link there. Join our Facebook group. You can post anonymously. You can even post questions if you want us to riff on them and we'd love to see you over there. All right, y'all. Thank you so much for listening, for your time and attention, and we'll see you on the next episode. Bye. Bye.